whatever time it is when you're listening to the first part of this episode. This episode will is about Orono, Minnesota, which I'd never heard of, and I definitely needed help spelling Orono. Um, lots of lots of O's in that one. And my guest and I talk about the most rebellious thing that they did, and the artwork for this episode is a big clue, like big clue. Um, this episode will be released in two segments because I just couldn't cut hardly anything because I feel that the conversation was really authentic and it was it really like addressed a lot of things and it wouldn't do it justice to cut it that much in any way. So it is going to be preserved in almost its entirety and it will be released in two parts and this is the first part and I hope you enjoy all of our discussions and I hope it makes you laugh and I hope it makes you think and all of the rest of those good things. Enjoy. So, high school, especially on such a sweltering, gross day, it is literally 99 degrees outside. Um, My guest for today is not a former student, so there will be some refreshing things that you might hear that are not about me. Um, Guess, will you tell us what city and state you went to high school in? Yeah, I graduated high school from Orno, Minnesota. Or, Orno? O-R-O-N-O. O-R-N. No. O-R. O-R. O-N. O-N-O. Oh. Literally O. There's oh, three of them. Yes, there are. Okay. All right. And what was the size of your high school that you graduated from? We were about eight to 900 when I graduated. Okay. And what year did you graduate? 2001. All right. Listeners, I just um, tossed a pink pen on the desk and lo and behold, there was another pink pen in arm's reach. Okay. Um, if someone was looking for you in high school, where would they find you? Like, what was your vibe? Um, this is a hard one because I don't feel like I had a solid. Oh, were you like a chameleon? Kind of. Like, okay. I just had friends in all sorts of different groups. Yeah. And Orno's vibe in general is like just everybody did everything. Okay. Um, which is kind of cool, right? Like, yeah. You know, the biggest jocks were also on math team and quiz bowl. Oh, that and, is cool. Um, we're doing stuff like that. Like we did um, youth in government and it's just like all sorts of dorky academic stuff. But then also like I swam. So I was with the swim team and I had friends on the gymnastics team. So I was hanging out with them and we were at all the sporting events. So yeah. like we were just kind of everywhere. That's cool. Okay, so we're in South St. Paul. Where is Orono? So if you were, like, leaving Minneapolis, you mm-hmm. go directly west, and okay. you literally run into that high school. Okay. So we are just north of Lake Minnetonka. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So, yeah. it. Hmm, I have questions later. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Um, without using their name, who were your favorite high school staff members throughout high school and why? And they don't have to be teachers by any means, but they can be. 
I have been struggling with this question because if um, your Thank listeners you have done the math, it's been a hot minute since I've been in high school. Um, so there are teachers who, like, I actually don't remember their names, but I remember, like, their vibe and liking mm-hmm. being in their class, you know? So, yeah. um, which I guess is perfect for this podcast. Cause... Absolutely, because I don't even need their name. <laughs> Go for it. Um, but so we did this weird thing called Flex, where every like three out of the five days a week one of our class hours disappeared and so it was like a school-wide study hall type vibe but it was like a different hour every time that we did it there was this whole like rotating schedule that we had to memorize which I'm sure once you're in it it's not confusing but from the outside yeah from the outside it's terrible okay I loved it like that was honestly one of my favorite parts of high school was that like I didn't have to go to math first hour every day I you know it just kind of rotated through and so that kept it fresh yeah and that way I felt like I wasn't always like half asleep in whatever Mm. class right because school start for us school started at seven oh five. So Oh wow. We were up yeah that's different out the door like ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. It was before all the research about like, you know, the small children that are up that early <laughs> should go to school first. Um, you were sacrificed. Yeah, we were we were definitely <laughs> sacrificed. You're a sacrificial lamb. Uh, but so during those three hours each week, if you didn't have something specific you needed to accomplish, which I was very much a dork and got home right away after school if I didn't have like an actual sport thing or something and like did my homework because I didn't want to have homework yeah so that made me feel anxious managed your time well well I mean I got my homework done I mean let's brand here (laughs) (laughs) um but so then my friends and I just got to go hang out cool so we went to a Spanish teacher's room all the time I took zero days of Spanish but she didn't care And we were there almost every time and played cards. And like she had like the very 90s classroom where we had the like radiator thing by the window. So we were like in the windows hanging out, you know, like some of our windows opened still. (gasps) So we could like get air. Yeah. Um, so fresh that, air yeah fresh air in oh inside of a building that's so crazy um so that was one of my favorite places and she was just like the super chill lady who everybody loved and like it didn't matter that I had never taken Spanish a day in my life she was always just like hey so and so like come on in like it was cool it was a vibe and awesome. like music which again way different because we didn't have phones like she right she actually had cds and yeah and And again because i went to high school a bajillion years ago that was like the creation of like mix cds yeah i remember that and some of my friends had the like cool machines that could do it yes so it was like if you could convince Mm so-and-so to come to that class then they would bring their cds and mm-hmm. then you know yeah i remember that stuff too so and like yeah, that was... whoever had like the hottest cd collection was so popular oh my gosh and like the cds you have like a little briefcase to carry them in because once yes. you could burn them yeah you traveled with your music yeah, and it, it didn't fit like, in your pocket no it was like pounds that you had to carry yes. oh my gosh and so it's like the pokemon cards that my son carries around yeah. because but it was like heavier because they were like they were big. They were full CDs. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, we sound so old. We are old. Oh I'm just gonna. I love. I love this. Just gonna remind you that I do have my twentieth high school reunion in a couple of months. Do. So, so 
Yeah, me too. Uh, my husband the other day was telling one of his family members about this and the family member asked, well, how many people did she graduate with? And I was like, well, about 40. And my husband goes, so are there going to be like six people there? I was like, I don't know. It's going to be fun. It's my best friend's going. It's going to be a great time. And he's like, okay, we're, we're, we're going to the family. I hope there is 10 at least. Oh, I'm graduates. sure. I'm sure that there'll be like plenty of people from my high school there. Because a lot of them still live in the area. Oh, then it's so, kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, all right. So that's one person, the Spanish teacher. Anybody else that you want to mention? Um, she sounds awesome. She was super cool. And I honestly, like, she's one of the teachers whose names I can't remember. I can see her face, but I'd have to dig through my yearbooks to like, yeah. actually remember her name, which somehow kind of how I hope people remember me in the future. They're like, sure. I don't necessarily know who she was, but like that lady was cool. Yeah. Um, for sure. I'm trying to think if, I mean, I just had a, like, like I said, I had just so many random good experiences that I don't like I only remember disliking one or two of my teachers really so it felt like a very safe space I mean I was always the good kid like I said you know yeah I always got my homework done on time and if I didn't I had a really good reason why I couldn't yeah and, uh, interesting but, I wonder what you're gonna say for this next one <laughs> um what was the most rebellious thing that you ever did in um, high school? Okay, so I've been thinking about this one a lot because I've listened to other episodes and oh I gosh. knew it was going to be my heart. Of course you did your homework of course this podcast. Oh my God. I've listened to so many of the episodes because I'm so nervous about, oh like I said, not having answers. <laughs> um, so there's nine episodes out right now, listeners, and this is my 18th interview. So it's going to be a while before I get to putting this one out. Yeah, I've listened to eight and a half. I just started the most recent okay. one with the, he will graduate this year. Okay. Your gotcha. second will graduate yeah. this year. Yeah. Okay. So number nine. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but, okay. So we had a couple of weird high school traditions that there was um, a big rock that was in front of our school. Like a landmark type of thing. Yeah. But like, I mean, it was like a big, huge like landscaping rock. It's still there. It is now cemented in because some other people made different choices. Um, But at the time it was just like a rock in the schoolyard. And the tradition was that you could paint it. Uh I mean, it was never like get permission. I think now you have to get permission, but like at the time it was like some people, like I said, some people have made choices. Yes. Um, But at the time it was all very good fun. And so we did that a couple of times with my friends. We would go like, late at night and paint this rock what colors would you paint this um, rock like glow in the dark did you ever glitter the rock i didn't glitter the rock that was gonna be way too much i don't okay. remember what colors we just like i think i honestly probably stole paint from my dad and we went and just like painted over whoever else had painted it okay because like part of the fun too if you weren't doing it for like your sports team was that you didn't want people to know oh it was anonymous was painter yeah yeah graffiti type thing yeah um so but then in the same vibe there was, I don't know if it is still there. I know it became not a thing to do shortly after I graduated, but there was this big, huge barn that was like on the edge of our school property. And that's so cool. Um, the Orno schools, they're all on. Now we've kind of like spread out across the street and things like that. But like essentially when I went there, it was all on the same campus. Okay. Like elementary through high school on the same like block, essentially. Okay. 
Um, but there was this big barn at the end of the street and my friends and I went one night and we painted it right before our senior year. We painted our the barn. Yeah. With like the big, huge barn in 2001, our graduating class. You painted a barn overnight? Yeah. That's It was really insane. fun. It was so fun. I like pretty sure I took my dad's ladders and we took his truck and oh my whether he knows or not. I mean, I'm guessing he knows. I'm not a quiet human. So, <laughs> like, he couldn't have really noticed that I'm, I'm going to go <laughs> do this really rebellious thing, and I'm going to they paint a barn in the middle of the night. If that doesn't scream Midwest, mm-hmm. I don't know what else does. Yeah. I have a picture of it somewhere. What color did you I think we painted it red. Our school colors were red. Okay. All right. I mean, do, do you regret painting? No. Okay. You'd go back and you'd do it again. Yeah. I think okay. the people and who lived there, if I remember hearing correctly from somebody else, that they ended up selling that property and then it kind of became like a don't pay the barn situation. <laughs> but so cute. I hope that was in the listing in like <laughs> Barn is beloved by local high school. Please don't be mad at the high schoolers. It's part of the sports wars. <laughs> but yeah, so we did those couple of things. I mean, I snuck out a few times, but I don't know if that's rebellious or just teenager behavior. Yeah, that's true. Okay, you you mentioned this rock, and other people made choices. Oh, yeah, so when it was, like, big enough or, like, uncemented, and this was, I think, younger kids than me that I'd heard about because I had some friends that were still there, like, people tried to move it. Another school tried to steal it. Oh, my gosh. Like, it was, like, one of those, like, friendly rivalries with some, like, local schools. And so... Did it ever end up inside of your school? No. That would have been what I would have chosen to do. Yeah. Like, I think the other school tried to take, like, took it or tried to take it and got caught. I mean, also, things, like, to recognize is that... Okay, so, like, one side of the street has all of our school stuff on it. The Mm -hmm. other side has the police station. But, like... No way. Yeah. And like the city hall. Okay, so we're Gilmore Girls style. I mean, okay, that's so we're like cute. very small town, but big at the same time. Like okay. we cover a lot of ground, but it was very because Orno is it's a whole thing. It's okay. Orno is like an area, not a. Pretend that I and none of our listeners know anything because we we kind of don't. You don't, yeah. So Orno is an area. Like I said, west of Minneapolis, and we have little towns like Naval Plain and Long Lake and Minatrista that are within like the Orno Township area. Okay, so it would kind of be like, like little communities. Yeah, but okay. we're all one one town place. Okay, all right. It's okay. So it's like so for Birdstown, where I went to high school, there were little communities of like random ruralness that didn't have anything else going on so it'd be like lilydale and yes and palmal like those were incorporated into yes they were the, like not big enough for their own yes, school district it was unincorporated townships mm-hmm. okay gotcha so ours was that except just like a little step up with like actual little cities and towns that gotcha. had more population but okay no. gotcha okay Interesting. And so the youngers would try to steal the rock. And did anyone try to move it with their truck? 
I would also try to do that. I have done that in my yard. With a big yeah. Rock. I don't remember how, like this was when I had left. So I was hearing from friends I had that were still there. I was in college and, you know, come back. I'm sorry, and... we'll move on. But this no, rock this... is so fascinating. Someday in our non-podcast lives, I'll see if I can picture okay. of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they, I'm sure they use their truck side. Yeah. It's like, or if somebody had like a bobcat or something. Oh, yeah. That would be a good idea to <gasps> What if the police station had a bobcat? Oh my gosh. Okay. I hope slash don't hope you're listening, people. Okay, we'll move on. Um, what's something that you did during high school that you can say you're really proud of? And it might be the same thing. I mean, those things are fond memories. Um, I'd be proud of painting a barn. It was a good time, but I don't know. I high school, like I had said, was I really enjoyed it for a lot of reasons. There are definitely reasons why I didn't, but I mean, I graduated in the top ten in my class, which I was really proud of. Yeah, you know, like the top ten was a lot of us because academics was a big deal at my school. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. My graduating class, we had a perfect ACT and a perfect SAT. Ooh. That's we, uh yeah, we sent people to Harvard and Stanford. Oh my gosh. Like, yes. Seriously? Yeah. That's insane. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I I've actually like I don't know if I've ever met people I mean, now I've met people as an adult that have went to those places, but that was not ever like even on my Yeah, we had radar. A, a lot of very smart people, which is very intimidating. Yeah. Like what? I would say that I am relatively smart as yes, a human I and like too. I was definitely like when I say I graduated in the top 10 like I had to work <gasps> my butt off to get and like number nine where I think I fell there was like 40 of us because we all were oh my gosh yeah it's crazy that is insane what do you think was the driving force behind that was it like the occupations of the parents or was it the the structure of the school or I mean stamina of, of teachers um Orno is generally known in the, like, we often, well, not we anymore, because I haven't been there in a hundred years, but, um, they I know still, what you mean. It's still hard to, like, not It's still that. part of my past, so yes. I still get to count it. Absolutely. Um, they, they still rank often in the top whatever when they do those, like, fancy high school ratings. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, we had, I mean, like, so many people were super wealthy in the area. I was not. Okay. But, um, so they, you know, they were the doctors and the lawyers and all of these kids. And wow. like one of my friends mom was like this well-known surgeon and lots of like CEO type people, um, which then they just kind of have this high standard for education and they yeah. created this place and it was. Holy smokes. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, we also had like zero diversity, which is kind of, Oh, right. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the other side of that coin. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I want to say when I graduated and this number could be wrong, but I have a distinct memory of there being less than 10 people of color as teenagers in my building. In Minnesota, is that, I mean, it's, how does that, I don't know how that falls. I mean, it's very, 
Is that like likely for where we were okay. at the time? I mean, it wasn't surprising. Okay, gotcha. I also didn't know better, right? Because that was my only yeah, that was real experience with yeah. large groups of people. Yeah, that was what your capacity was mm-hmm. at that time because you hadn't had a bigger bubble. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, sense. if eighteen-year-old me would have been plopped into the school where I work now, mm-hmm. I would have been like whoa this is crazy because it was it's night and day you know yeah um but at the time I didn't think much of it yeah which you know good or bad I wish I had a different experience in that way but yeah I don't know if I could have changed it in a meaningful way either yeah I think that that's there's a lot to unpack in what you just said And I hate to use the term unpack because it's part of that like buzzword terminology, but like the fact that if you had had more diversity, maybe you would have turned out a different way, but that's also saying that the way that you turned out isn't okay. And the way that you turned out is just fine. Like you're great. Well, thank you. Um, Yeah. And that's one of those hard things where it's like knowing what I know now. Yeah. I would love it to have been different. Yeah. Like. I think it's great that kids have diversity. I want to see diversity in schools. I want everybody to be like aware of the world. Yeah. And we were in a bubble. Like it was very much a little white kid bubble. Um, But yeah, like you said, I, you can't change it because then the whole, like then you, we lose who you are. Well, and you just change the whole thing always, you know? Yeah. Then it's somebody else entirely. Mm -hmm. So everything that you experienced and went through made you the wonderful person that you are now that gets to be the wonderful person in your occupation that you are now. Can we, can we say what you, what you are? Yeah. Um, I am a special ed teacher. Yeah. You, you give so much of yourself every single day, even during the summer. I don't care what anybody says of teachers. Yeah. I mean, like, there's not one day that goes by that you're not thinking about your school, your future schedule, your kids. Like there's days that you don't want to think about that for sure. Especially during the summer when you just want to kick it and like lean back, but like you still think about it. It's still on your mind. Yeah. I literally cannot walk into target without being like, what do I need for my classroom? Yeah. Or what's on clearance that the kids might like. Yeah. My mom was over the other day and she was like, do you need me to pick up anything for you? And I was like, mom. And she's like, you bought everything already. And I was like, everything I can think of right now. Like, yeah. I was like, I've been thinking about this for the three months since we left school. You know? And she was like, okay, well, if there's anything, you know, let me know. And I was like, hey, but. Yeah. And, and like, you think about it at night, it's in your dreams. Like, yeah. Like it's, Mental health and, like, the teacher occupation, like, those two got to go on a date and, like, meet up because for so long, I feel like society has just been, like, teachers are special and they do not need mental health services because they are just gods. Yeah. And and they can take care of it. And it's like, no, those are some broken ass people that are just trying to do the best they can with, like, a shoestring budget. make it. Yeah. 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 So... The f- where you grew up, you, you fucking killed it, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, it, but it's. I'm sorry you're not curing cancer. I mean, maybe one of those really smart people. Might yeah, maybe they are. I mean, they, they, some of them are like doing that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I have no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. But. <laughs> yeah, 
All right. Um, what is something or sorry, I got distracted. How have you changed since high school? And do you think that that person that walked those halls and painted that barn <laughs> are still inside of you? Or have we lost that person on the highway? Um, I definitely think there is that, you know, young girl still in me. Um, I sometimes fight with her um, yeah. because there's a lot that... I definitely like, and we have to put it into the perspectives. Like I went to high school in the late nineties, early two thousands. Mm. So talking about mental health wasn't a thing. No, it um, definitely wasn't. I am a very anxious person by design. Chemically, I, my body screams, let's be anxious. Mine does as well. Listeners. Um, as a, oh gosh, I want to say like late elementary school kid, I read a book about Helen Keller who ended up, you know, losing her sight and her hearing. And I practiced walking around my house with my eyes closed and headphones on in case I ended up. Just in case? Just in case. Not to like experience it from some... No. You, okay. Like I could get around my whole house. I knew how many stairs. I mean, I still count stairs so that I know if I have to... Oh, climb up or down stairs that I don't fall at the top bottom every staircase not always but okay. a lot like I count yeah. a lot at school because that feels like a place where yeah something bad would happen I don't know if you ever watched the news but like yeah bad things happen in schools yeah I um, do Sometimes. but like I know how many are in my house yeah. and just in games it's weird things like that where it's just like this little body just was filled with so much anxiety and it was always just like you're fine nobody no it's fine so, like, there was a lot of things yeah. that that girl didn't know how to process. Or, like, I would rem- I remember getting into, like, screaming fights with some friends because neither of us knew how to process any of our emotions. And it would both just, like, we would just be, like, screaming at each other about nothing. Really? Like. How old were you? Well, that was probably, like, 16, 17. Okay. Um. Yeah, I have, like, a vivid memory of, like, one of my friends being like, I'm going to take you home. Like, we'll come back and get your car tomorrow. Like, but you can't be here. Like, you two cannot be together. Because, like, we just could not. Yeah. And, like, the idea of, like, screaming at a friend now, like, I have so many more skills as an adult human. But, like, part of me sometimes just wants to be like, if I just scream, I just, like, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it's still back there. Yeah. And um, it's almost like a scare tactic. Like, I could get your attention real fast if I just resorted to the throwbacks. Yeah. You know? And, like, but it was things like that where it was just, like, I didn't understand interpersonal relationships. So it was, like, mm-hmm. so-and-so isn't talking to me today, which, like, as an adult, you can look and be, like, what's going on in so-and-so's life? For sure. And be, like, oh, so-and-so's got X, Y, and Z going on. Like, of course, maybe they're not paying attention in the halls when they pass me and say hello. Yes. But, like, little me was like, oh, well, so-and-so hates me, clearly. Oh, my gosh. And now I'm not their friend anymore. And how do you manage this? Because, like, we're supposed to do this other thing on Tuesday, but now they're not talking to me. When really it was like they have a test next hour and they're mentally practicing their Spanish words, you know? Yeah. That it's it's not about you. Yeah. But at all. Little me just was like, oh my gosh, everyone hates me. Or are you all mad at me? What did I do? Oh my gosh, yes. I 
I so often put myself into whatever the other person's saying and like just forget about my past self because it's just easier that way a lot of times. But yeah, I I feel like I haven't gotten I haven't fully understood and grasped all of those skills until like I don't know, maybe 2 months ago after the pandemic. Like like that's so much of that is just like sitting with yourself and like processing and yeah. and sitting with your history and with your past and like uncovering like why am I feeling anxious in therapy and like yeah there's so much that gets spun up into that tiny tiny seed my therapist often will be like um what part of you is feeling this way and I'm like all of it and she's like you're wrong and I'm like you're right I am wrong yes. it's this part and like a lot of it when you I don't want to feel like that anymore. And now no. I am, but like, I don't know how to fix it or. Right. So we talk a lot about, at least in my therapy sessions about how I can like use all the tools that I have because like I have a ton of tools for sure. And I like implement them all of the time with my students. Oh my God. Yeah. You're an educator. You well, can do it. Except like, like self-regulation doesn't exist in my world often like with my students. And so it's yeah. a lot of co-regulation. Like I'm the one that's like, Hey buddy, let's do this. Let's calm down. Let's take a breath. Mm-hmm. And I don't have that internal voice. I'm working on it. But a lot of that is like, I have to remind myself to just like, oh, wait, let's just take a deep breath. Like, yeah. What is that saying? Do as I do as I say, say not as I do. Yeah. Like it's, it's that. And it's like all, all of that. And it's so hard. Like I tell my kids to do these things and my therapist is also like, well, I think right now I'm in a, I'm in an upward swing, but we all have like our downward yeah. swings too. But like, I'm just trying to be, I don't know, like I had this mindset that I had to be like this outdoor version of Bethany sometimes this. Oh, they you know my name. name. I was yeah. like, no, you're going to say name. No, no. I, I <laughs> they want know people you. to know my name. <laughs> Sorry. You're I'm good. You're good. You're, you're, you're killing it. Following the rules. You are killing it. But like, I, I had all these different versions of Bethany and like, now I, I know that like some of that is just code switching and like growing up very blue collar and like very, very, very poor and like figuring out what it means to have my own money and to like be able to do all these things and how like I can do things for myself and like all of this stuff. And it's just like, there's no handbook. No, please somebody write that one, but that's just life. And the more that I come to realize this and like, I don't know, just verbally vomit to my therapist, she's like, you're getting it. Like, yep, this is it. Like you just need to be yourself because you can't be anybody else. Like you have been trying for many years and it's just how many times have you failed at being someone else exactly and it's like you're happiest when you're the truest version of yourself and that's when the good things usually happen too so I think that you know like this anxious self is like figure out some way to love her yeah we're trying yeah we me and all of my yeah former versions yeah Yeah, absolutely Um, but yeah I think I mean I've done as much work as I could up till now and will continue to do the work I can do in the future. But same these. Um so yeah, I think in my head there's a lot of that mm-hmm. person still left. And like I fight it sometimes to remind like, you no, know, we're the adult version now. Like we don't have to do 
Yeah. Those things, like we have better strategies. We know how to navigate certain things. And then sometimes it just like comes out screaming, often not actually screaming, but usually crying. Usually crying is the way that my child comes out. That's your way of like her raising her hand and saying, hey, I need attention. Hey, do you you see yourself sitting on the floor crying? (laughs) Yep, it's time. I'm I'm in the corner. You put baby in the corner again. (laughs) Go get your snuggly blanket and cry it out. And then we're going to fix this. Yes. Yes. Well, I think that by you being here on the podcast is like one way of celebrating like this version of you for sure. Yeah. Like just maybe doing it. Yeah. And maybe like high school version of you if had said like, hey, you're going to be on a podcast and you're going to be talking about like high school version of me would say, well, for sure. For sure. (laughs) We would have had to explain a lot of it's like a mix. It's like a mix CD, but like we're just talking. Yeah. That's funny that that's what a podcast would be. I mean, I had a CD that was like, I mean, there were audio books, but they were like, yeah, but you're doing recorded yeah, books. Had to yeah. go to the library often to get them. Yeah, yeah. I think my grandma had like, like a subscription where they would like come to <gasps> I her house. About those. We had the CD one, but I think my grandma had like the audiobook one or when they would drive places. I loved those commercials. Because, yeah, I would always like, that was kind of one of the ways that I like knew what was current was like what was on the commercials. Yeah, yeah that was, those were cool. Kids, you don't even know. You're so lucky. You just have like a phone with music on it all the time. Oh, I meant like we had it so good. Like, I do not wish that I grew up in today's age. No. So not I, just keep sounding old, but like a little happy. anxious me with social media. Oh I mean, God. I can't even handle it now sometimes. I can't imagine. 16 year old me would have, I would have been drugged up and in the corner i don't think i could have managed it at all yeah um i would have like gotten distracted by so many things on that phone and wrecked my car and i did that without even having a phone (laughs) two months after i got my license and like just flipped that thing on over and i wasn't even inebriated or anything i was just i was probably squirrel and i was but it was a wet road in in kentucky and i wasn't supposed to be across state lines so yep Hopefully that high school friend will go to the reunion and we can laugh about that. (laughs) Yeah. It was kind of her idea. Well, yeah. You never make the best choices when you're 16. You like don't have a fully formed frontal cortex. How are you supposed to? Absolutely. Yeah. And like, it's a good story, you know? Everything's okay. Sounds like so. Totally are. Yep. Okay. Um, did you like going to your library? What was that experience like in that high school? Um, so this is, I called a friend because I was like, I'm podcasts, uh-huh. stuff. I was like, I have no memory of going to the library. And she was oh. like, what? And I'm like, she's like, I remember going. We used to check out books all the time. And I was like, was I there? And she was like, I mean, I assume so. Maybe there is some trauma in the library that we need to work through. I, I love I love libraries. Yeah. Like I have like vivid memories of going to our like county library. I remember going to like the bookstore, which isn't necessarily the same as the library, but oh, like, yeah, yeah. I love same the book. vibe. Yeah. yeah. I I mean I know we had to go there to get books at some point. Yeah. It's like I know I read books. But I cannot remember it. That's okay. So no, I, I don't have a positive memory of <laughs> that that's fine. I appreciate the honesty. Where was it located in the school? Do you remember that? Um, so it was like on the, so we kind of were like 
a rectangle building, three halls on top of each other okay. situation. And it was on the end, on the third, second or third floor. Okay. And then I believe it was like my senior year, we got a um, addition of a like media center because that's, mm-hmm. you know, for the kids that are listening was where all the computers lived because we didn't yes. have those. Yes. Um, totally changed the yearbook game. Yeah. Oh, big time. And so I think the library stuff got moved into that space, but mm-hmm. I, again, not really sure. And that is where we are going to stop and pause this episode. Hopefully tomorrow I will be able to upload the next part of the episode for you to enjoy. We begin to talk about banned books, and I want everyone to know that it is the it is ALA, American Library Association's banned book week right now. It is October the, hold on, it is October the 3rd today. So we are um, two days into Banned Book Week with American Library Association. And whatever you can do to support your whatever library, public library, academic library, school library, specialized interest library, please let your librarians know that you are there and that you are supporting them and that you stand by them when banned books, when bannings become a part of the environment. It Holding information from someone is, it should be illegal. And I hope that this is helpful for the librarians that are facing such issues. Again, tomorrow, the second part of the episode will probably drop. And if you're listening to this like five years from now, then you don't even need to know about that. It's already dropped like eons ago. Enjoy the rest of your day, everybody.